Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we're continually breaking the cycle of fake news. Now, this episode is going to dive into the coronavirus deception. I, I say that because it doesn't seem people are actually dying. It seems that the fake news has created a planned pandemic instead of a pandemic, and I do believe it was planned, in order to use fear to destroy our economy because things happening behind the scenes, short sellers, rigged you know, uh, economics, the, the sellout of our country, the, the breakdown, the money printing, these things are what's really destroying our economy. The virus didn't do that damage. And beyond just the economic impact, what are the Democrats trying to do? Well, they're trying to take away your gun rights. They're trying to get all of the different things that they want, like abortion funding within those bills. We've seen the demon Nancy Pelosi try to pass really outrageous things with just a all the things that the Democrats want packed in there as extra pork. Now, we've also seen an attempt to cheat the election system in 2020 and stop President Trump. You have to, right? I can get a bigger crowd than Hillary Clinton and, and uh, Biden put together. I could draw a bigger crowd. I can sell probably more books if they don't cheat. Hillary Clinton's book is 97 cent, right, at Barnes and Nobles. It's on sale. Our book is at a thousand reviews on Amazon, and we didn't have to cheat or use fake news to promote it. If I can draw a bigger crowd than Hillary and Biden put together, then what do you think is going to happen to them if they actually have to continue in the election season going against President Trump with 100,000 people around the building, you know, wrapped lines, standing in the rain for two days to see our president versus Biden, who can't remember two out of three words can't remember his name or where he is or his many crimes, except that, you know, he keeps admitting to some of them on camera accidentally. And in general, is just a really nut guy who has no chance of winning. Well, what happens if they manage to convince everyone that we have to mail in our votes? Well, millions of people are going to vote Biden. Hundreds of thousands are going to vote Trump and we're going to lose this thing. And even though we know it's fake, and even though we know it's a lie, they will come for us in every way possible. They will break our uh, mor morality. They'll break our uh, morale. They'll break our way of life. They'll hurt us and they'll take more taxes than ever. They'll ramp up abortion. If they get power back now, it is the end game for freedom in America. So this is a very important episode and we're going to discuss some of the deception behind the coronavirus. And uh, let's dive in. Let's do this. Lead is poisonous. It's in our air, food, water, and everybody's affected. Unfortunately, people don't have adequate mechanisms to remove lead from their body. Calcium disodium EDT chelation is one of the most effective processes to remove lead in people. But now, there's Cream, a topical EDTA chelation cream it's non-invasive, effective, and an affordable way to remove lead, and it's safe for all ages. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash lead right now to get the lead out. That's redpillliving.com forward slash L-E-A-D. Get the lead out. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So, you know, before we get into the virus and everything else that's going there, remember... You know, there was a war already happening for our republic, for the soul of our nation, for our freedoms, for our president, and, you know, for our nation. And that war 
was already heating up quite a bit before this coronavirus was dropped. And if you recall, they had tried everything from impeachment to the Russian witch hunt, and they had failed. And the country was doing very well. The economy was better than ever, you know, apparently. And the Democrats were exposed. The Obama, the Hillary types, the Mueller's, the Brennan's, the Comey's, the McCabe's, the, the Strokes, the uh, the Bruce Orr's, the Lisa Page's, all of them exposed. The country was angry. The country was wanting justice. And then the coronavirus dropped. And we know what happened since. People have been distracted. But it wasn't really all that bad. So this, this really important piece of information that the FBI violated, excuse me, violated its uh, Woods procedures, didn't fill in the information as required, um, and and I would assume willfully did so. This is part of your checklist to get a FISA warrant, and they failed to do so, willfully, I would say, because how do you not do that knowingly? And that is going to be a very important part of 2020 is who knew what and when. How many of these people were ignorant pawns of the monsters above them? How many of them were puppets and how many of them were puppeteers? And that's something we're gonna to have to discover because the coronavirus is a temporary distraction but this is the war behind the scenes. This is the silent war that QAnon has been talking about and that we have countdowns happening. If you've been, if you've been paying attention to the Q countdowns, we're down at two dots and uh, who knows what happens when we hit one or zero. Not sure where the counter goes. Now, there are at least eight strains of coronavirus. Um, the short version here is that, yes, they're mutating. They're not dramatically different to each other so far. Um, they're mutating slowly. But, um, you know, they should, for the most part, maybe one will be a little bit more contagious than the other, but they should manifest the same symptoms, if any. We also have Amazon, which is a globalist anti-Trump, anti-American company, which is, of course, making record profits right now, retaliating and firing a worker for organizing a strike. And the workers don't want to be in there working close to each other with people who have coronavirus. We've already seen reports out of Amazon fulfillment centers of coronavirus workers, and they don't want to be in there. They don't want to get sick. They don't want to work for, you know, the, the barest of wages and, and tight, cramped quarters working all day with, you know, barely a bathroom break. That's the kind of, you know, workflow Amazon puts them through. And, um, you know, Amazon has retaliated against others. They've, they've stolen business from companies and kicked them off their platform. I mean, Amazon's a, just a terrible company. But... I guess it's a good time to plug. If you want to support independent media, if you want to support the free press taking on fake news, and if you want to take down companies like Amazon, which are using their massive profits to hurt our president with companies like the Washington Post, which Jeff Bezos owns, they're using their money to attack our way of life and our nation. So how do we fight back? Drain their profits. Don't shop with them, boycott them. And you can take it a step further. I mean, I know Amazon is really convenient and you can buy all these different things because it's a marketplace of different sellers. Well, so is Magazon. So go to shopmagazon.com, S-H-O-P-M-A-G-A-Z-O-N.com slash Nemos so that you can support this channel and try out Magazon, the Patriot Economy. It's new, it's less than a month old. There's over 30 and growing different Patriot companies on there. And it's basically the mini Amazon for Patriots. And every dollar that you spend on Amazon, not only, I'm sorry, on Magazon, not only takes away 
the profits that Jeff Bezos would use to attack our country, but it also reinforces free speech and independent media because of channels like this, which Magazon supports. So by doing that, you're putting a double whammy on the deep state. You're getting the stuff that you want anyway from patriot companies that share your values, but more importantly than that, and why it was built, you're protecting independent media from big tech, from fake news, and you're taking down fake news and big tech market share because the media, we're destroying fake news. The only reason they're still around is because big tech stepped in on their side and began censoring us. Well, big tech, you're next and we're gonna come after your market share. We're gonna replace your companies with patriot companies. And I, for one, am just happy to have a front row seat. So continuing on, moving on to the next thing here. Um, we all know Amazon are shitheads. So supplies are really starting to get tight nationwide as food distribution is beginning to break down. Now, folks, I've talked about this. Um, people are blaming hoarders, but that's not it. And frankly, a big part of this is just going to be logistics. A lot of that food is heading to restaurants, but nobody's going to the restaurants anymore. So the food distribution chain has to divert some of that food from restaurants into grocery stores. It's a little bit different process, different packaging and all of that, but the food is still there. But let's take this a little further to the worst case scenario. And I've been talking about this for a long time. We're only ever three days away from a breakdown in the food chain. And if you don't believe me, go look up some of the videos of what happens if food stamps don't work for a few days, even if they've got food on the, sh on the store shelves. I mean, it, if they don't, if they can't buy it from their food stamps or their EBT card, uh, then you know, you're gonna have a riot with violence on your hands. You're gonna have um, hordes of angry thieves coming to wreck your store. So that is what society looks like when it loses food, when it breaks down in a small microcosm. Beyond that, um, if the food supply ever had any kind of major stress and the just-in-time delivery of, of our different various uh, goods and, and services and products that we rely on, if it, the just-in-time delivery system was interrupted just a little bit, I said that we would have empty shelves very quickly and that could escalate. And I've been saying that my whole life, but especially since I started on YouTube uh, Christmas Eve of 2017. So I just want people to be aware that it's a good idea to have some savings, not just of money, but of storable goods like rice and beans and salt. That's the big staples that I stocked up on months ago. And then, you know, toilet paper, things like that, uh, the conveniences, the finer things in life. I don't even really think about those things because, uh, you know, I grew up pretty poor. I think about, well, what do I need to survive here? I'll use a banana leaf if I need to, but I got to eat. So that's the things that I stocked up on first and foremost. Um, if things get worse, and I don't know that they will, I think that we're going to beat this virus pretty soon because the cure is already found. But if things get worse, my next thing to get would be uh, maybe a solar cooker so that I won't need electricity just in case. Um, maybe a ham radio uh, so that we can still communicate. Uh, I can still be informed and possibly some seeds. Some of those, um, I've already got plenty of seeds, but maybe some of those easy survival seeds, things that are really easy to grow in a, in a hard set setting for people that like me are not the greatest with vegetables. Um, moving on. So supplies, you know, it's getting there. It's not there yet. Don't freak out, but it, you know, get to the things people aren't thinking of yet. Large bags of storable rice and, and beans and things like that. Get to those things because people are going for the grocery stores. They're going for the processed junk they always buy. 
They're not thinking in terms of raw staple goods, dry storable goods that will last for 10, 20, 30 years. Now, this is a really important one I really wanted to share with you. This is Donald Trump on Twitter, quoting his son, Eric, saying, wishing our father tremendous luck in Michigan, Mississippi, Idaho, and Hawaii today. Amazing father. And then he gives you a link, and then he says, at Q. Now, there is no Twitter account called Q. This is a very interesting at letter. Normally, you would say at real Donald Trump, for example, if you want to tweet to Trump. Or if you want to tweet to Dustin Nemos, you would say at Dustin Nemos, because that's my name on Twitter. But um, at Q, there's no such thing. Why the hell would President Trump put that in his, in his tweet? Why would his son, Eric, put that in his tweet? Very interesting, isn't it? Unless they're talking to their father, who is Q+. So continuing on, and it is getting very interesting now, because remember, before the coronavirus, everything else was released, the President Trump's own sons went on the live television and put on a Q pen. We're so close to the, to the release. We're so close to the Great Awakening. We're so close to the charade is over. We're Q and we're here to change the world and drain the swamp. And, and I can't wait till President Trump basically comes out and says, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. And when he says that, you know things are happening behind the scenes because that's the words we've been waiting on for a long time now. Now, we also have um, recently, oh, that's a different article. Now, remember the young woman who died while waiting for a coronavirus test? Uh, well, that's in New, or in, in New Orleans. Um, her name was Natasha Ott, O-T-T. Now, the, the media described this as though she died waiting on President Trump to hand deliver her a test, right? End of the world, terrible monster. She, her death is on your hands blood is on your hands. That's a statement that the media really love. The whole blood is on your hands thing. How much blood is on their hands with things like hashtag hunt Republicans and Steve Scalise or Rand Paul being, you know, his lungs being uh, caved in and his ribs being broken by a neighbor who tackled him. You know, if somebody tried to tackle me like that, I'd beat them with a bat. And I'm not going to lie in self-defense, of course. But why do these people push this lie and then, of course, the next day, the next couple of days, we find out the truth. The truth is she wasn't as healthy as her boyfriend had claimed. She had had multiple years of intestinal issues, and uh, it was all a lie, right? So this is where we are. Why are they trying to find victims to hurt President Trump with instead of being happy that our country is curing this terrible virus? Why do the Democrats hate everyone so much? Because they want power. President Trump... Not even really, they don't even really hate Trump. That's the thing, they hate us. They're after us and President Trump is just in the way. So continuing on, uh, we have a lack of confidence in the FBI's procedures. Um, you know, basically, as I said earlier, uh, there were a lot of these FISA warrants, they couldn't even find all the information for them. It wasn't just the Woods procedures, it was a lot of different things. But 29 different FISA warrants and there were errors with all of them. Now, last, or actually one or two more things here. Um, Dr. Birch, uh, I think that's how you say it, Dr. Birch, her connection, Birch's connections with the Clinton Foundation and Obama are actually showing her to have conflicted loyalties. Now, just like Dr. Fauci, who was all over 
the uh, WikiLeaked emails uh, adoring in, in complete adulation of Hillary Clinton. He's a big fanboy of Hillary Clinton, you know. Uh, even basically all but admits loving her and, and her, you know, being her fan doctor. So why is there another deep state agent up on the pedestal in front of President Trump talking about this virus? Because these people have been put into power in positions of authority for a long time by people like Obama. So how do we expose them? Put them right up on front of the stage. Let them do what they're going to do and then let the country see it for themselves. That's how President Trump typically does this. So she wants to shut down the whole economy and suggest that deaths could reach a million, 1.6 to 2.2 million deaths, you know, creating massive amounts of fear, even though she has real, really no evidence to suggest that. And uh, State Department has been shipping critical medical supplies to Asia and China for free, while the US healthcare workers are endangered by a shortage. So, you know, Pompeo, I think, figured this out. But in essence, we were still sending things to Thailand and other governments, despite the fact that we need them here. And President Trump at the time was not even aware of this. In fact, our official government, our government, I mean, our government official found out about this by talking to the Thailand government. They were saying, well, we already have some um, U.S. Uh, goods coming over here. And our official was asking them for goods, saying, do you have any extra materials? Do you have any extra supplies? Of course, the Thailand government, they were a little confused because we just sent them some. So immediately, of course, uh, we stopped this particular shipment, uh, the second of two so far. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll stop basically bleeding our resources to other countries during this time of need for Americans. On the other hand, we probably have more than enough supplies because people like Cuomo in New York are sitting on them and trying to hoard them and keep people dying so that they can create maximum fear. Of course, while at the same time bashing our president for not being fast enough with the ventilators and the supplies. So this is the level of deception. I don't trust anything about this coronavirus and frankly, I'm not afraid of it at all anymore. But what I am afraid of now is what they're doing to our freedoms and what moves they're going to try to make behind the scenes to take power back from our president. So we have to pay more attention than ever. We have to be louder than ever in sharing these links and putting out the truth. And I will see you guys on the next one. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network. And like I said, we're here to break the cycle of fake news. Bye. Oh, and of course, plugging. I should plug. Um, please support our channel. Make this work possible. If we're about, if we're the flashlight, you're the batteries. So we need the juice to spread that light, spread that truth through the whole world. So please support us by shopping with our Patriot sponsors like RedPillLiving.com/Nemos. You can basically detox the deep state, get your uh, immune system boosting. You know, harden your immune system with things like vitamin C, vitamin D in liposomal form. Carbon Shield 60. You can get great coffee like the Great Awakening Gourmet Coffee for Patriots, which I'm drinking this morning. Uh, hazelnut, if you're curious. Um, and, and, you know, you can basically just get the things you already need and want from a Patriot while supporting the truth. And that's a, a great thing. And that's what we're trying to set up rather than asking for donations all the time. You can also, as I said, shop Magazine and go to shopmagazon.com slash Nemos and shop Patriot help drain the digital swamp because that's what we're doing 
And uh, if you're curious about the QAnon movement and some of the things that it's predicted, how it works, how to decode some of the things and, and learn more about QAnon in a fairly quick read, it's not a large book, it's meant to be a primer, if anything, then you can go to thebookofqanon.com slash nemos and you can get a copy of QAnon, An Invitation to the Great Awakening, because it's a good time to have a few copies of that book to spread to people as well, because now is the Great Awakening. So people are going to start to wake up in larger numbers than ever before, especially as arrests start to happen, especially as President Trump and his sons are starting to tweak cues left and right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.